Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Twin. Hello again, everybody. It is Monday. Uh, I know I wasn't able to really be on at all last week. Um, it was I wanted to, but I, I just I, we were understaffed at work, and I had my. Um, my laptop running the music because the DJ. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? And, and, and when we give Icon the uh, the button control, that's what happens. So, um, but yeah, I I'm back at least for the time being, anyway. Um, but Icon, you were saying something um, off the air, and then the intro music started. Something about Bad Diesel magazine. You want to fill us in on that? All right, well, I'll tell you, uh, Bad Diesel Magazine, the August edition, was released on newsstands today. Uh, and on the cover features Chrissy Kruger, who's going to be our guest at 10.15 tonight. So we're going to talk to you about that. And on the back cover features the faces of Big Swing and the Icon and the Attitude Era logo. And our front page Facebook logo is on the back cover. You no, and I, Granny will be Billy Yeah, so so eventually they're going to put uh, all three of our pictures on there. But uh, Big Swing, you and I have officially made it. Uh, you and I have made it uh, to the I big mean, time. We're, we're now on the back of uh, a magazine. That's all we've been asking about. That's all we've been wanting for how long now? That's right. Um, Bad, Bad Diesel Magazine, everybody. Check them out. All right. And uh... so, guys, um, do you do you like the new direction uh, of – again, there was a – there was a uh, uh, promo that I got a chance to watch 
Uh, and do, do you guys like the direction that Paul Heyman, who is a genius, by the way, Paul Heyman is taking Roman Reigns. Do you think he's been able to properly reinvigorate the Roman Reigns character? I, I, I'm still, I'm still up in the air about it. You know, I mean, they're going to do what they want to do, but I don't think there's any way to save Roman Reigns. They've damaged him uh, by throwing him, uh, shoving him down our throat. So, I don't think there's any way to save him at all. Okay. Okay. I hate to say that, Um, but well. I mean, I, I liked his promo that he did uh, about Edge. I mean, usually I don't like when anybody promos on Edge, um, but uh, – excuse me, not Edge, on John Cena, rather. Um, Hello? Hello? I'm here. Did we lose? Yeah, did we lose Take him? the lost big swing. No, I'm here. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, okay. we can hear yeah, you yeah. now. That, that's weird. I don't know what happened. Um, what about the um the the newfound rivalry with Seth Rollins and Edge? That's where I was going with this. Do you do you think that uh, anything's going to materialize out of that? Well, I th- I think that uh, I think that'll be a great uh, little rivalry uh, for them. You know. I don't like Seth Rollins. I never have. So I, I'm. I, it gives me even more incentive to root for Edge. So I, so Icon, tell me and and tell the fans and tell everybody who may be listening and everybody who is currently in our chat box. Uh, who do we got coming on tonight? I know you like to keep it a secret until the night of the show. So who, who are we blessing them with this evening? All right, our first guest is scheduled to be. Uh, um... A uh, independent wrestler that was supposed to be on last week, um, and she had to cancel, and we got rescheduled. So uh, she'll be on this week. Uh, we have uh, Shauna Reed, and then we have Downtown P. Brown, and then we have new cover girl from Bad Diesel Magazine, Chrissy Krueger. Uh, she's going to be on, and it's going to be a no-holds-barred interview, and uh, if we have the ability to go a little over, um, uh uh, tonight, uh, it'll be it'll be really interesting. I mean, if you're uh, if you're running the board and you're able and you're able to use the buttons and run the board, um, you know you, you can go over, you know, a little bit. I mean, ten. The Yankees don't have uh, don't have a game tonight, so whatever whatever you're thinking, you're you're fine on that. Uh, you know, speaking of the speaking of the Yankees, uh, you see that uh, the Twins just uh, traded one of our players to you. Yes, I saw that. Uh, also, uh, no, it was Nelson Cruz went to the Rays, I believe, didn't he? No, Max Kepler. Oh, oh, I did not see that. I'm going to go check that out. So what? what is Minnesota just cleaning house then? Yeah, and it's pissing me off, too, if I can. Well, I, <sighs> I, I can say that freely because well, well, are the way, twins, uh, in two weeks. Are the, twins out of, are the twins out of playoff contention? The way that, the way that they played this last weekend, yes. Uh, now we were, we were, uh, we, were, we were at Target Field this weekend. Me and my uh, lovely bride, we were there this weekend, and um, beautiful stadium. I heard uh, that beautiful stadium. What's that? I heard it's, it's a beautiful it's a stadium. Great stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one more thing, I um, I, I want to get your take on this because 
I don't like when you compliment things. I like when you make fun of things because it's just so much more entertaining. Uh, I saw a post on your Facebook. You were not thrilled with the hotel in the Mall of America. Well, what's up with that? All right. Well, I can uh, tell you, um, I rank this hotel about the same way I rank Little Caesars and Moorhead. By the way, I got to say that if you guys remember my little rant about Little Caesars and Moorhead, you guys remember that? How could yeah. we forget them? Uh, by the way, uh, apparently there's people in my hometown and around the surrounding area that were listening to that because uh, I'm not saying it was all because of me, but their business dried up and they are shut down. They shut down maybe a month, month and a half after what they did to me. So, so you're taking you know. so you're taking credit for that. You you you're not saying that perhaps that was just. Terrible customer service, and they they were like that with everybody. Well, I, I think when you when you piss off the icon, you're you're pretty much toast. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, then you know the Fargo Moorhead area. You're you're basically the uh, the gunner. You know what I mean? I mean, I, Icon is uh, he he could be the mayor of Fargo if he wanted to be. So what time uh, we have our first guest coming up? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna send them a text message right now because they have not responded to any of my um uh any of my um Facebook posts today. So I'm gonna call them that now. Is, that is not uh, fun. I'm not, well, not going to call them now. I'm going to try and get a hold of them now. Uh, just give me. I a hear you. Hey, how was your uh, How was your weekend? Well, I actually went back to Kansas for my 41st year class reunion and got to see my mom and got to see my brother for about 25 minutes before he had to go back to work. So I didn't get to see him very long, but it was a, it was a fun weekend, just busy, you know, and uh, got to see, no, well, there was probably about maybe 120 of us there, maybe. You know, from our class. I mean, we had over 400 people when I graduated, but we've lost about 15 classmates um, over the years since 1980. So, uh, but it was it was really good. Food was really good at the dinner Saturday you night. We had lasagna and chicken Alfredo. Yeah, 1980. Uh, you want to you want to know something crazy? I was I was born in 19. 19- I was born in 1988. Yeah, you were born a year after my son was. My son was born in 87. So you're you're younger than my son. Roughly. But uh anyways, we had good food. I mean, it was we had lasagna and chicken alfredo and salmon and sauteed green beans and really beautiful salad and and for dessert, they had cheesecake, carrot cake, and German chocolate cake. So it was good food. I posted a bunch of pictures on my Facebook page from the, or well, not on my, I mean, they showed up on my Facebook page, but um, they uh, I posted it to the our class reunion page. and. So it was a good weekend. Busy, but it was good. I got home yesterday afternoon. Now I got to get laundry done and 
get packed so I can leave again in a week. <laughs> out, of, out of the major cities that are in Kansas, uh, which one would you say that you lived closest to when you were there? Well, I wasn't very far from Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City. Um, okay, so you're, you're in eastern Kansas then you were. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I'm about an hour from Topeka, about an hour from Lawrence, uh, two or three hours, for, I think, from Wichita, something like that. Okay. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So so you, you were really kind of in the heart of a lot of things. Were you in, um, mm-hmm. by any chance, were you in tornado country by any chance, or, or, oh, or yes. was that a little bit, oh, that a little yes. bit west of you? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was trying to remember. Because when I was a kid, I was probably—I don't remember what year it was. I know I was just a kid, but they had a really bad tornado hit in Topeka, okay, um, in the '60s, something like that, late '60s, early '70s, I think. So I don't re- like that. I don't remember the exact year it was, but. Oh yeah, I was uh, definitely tornado country for sure. Where we, and and uh, changing the subject real quick because this is a wrestling show, um, and I wanted to get a little bit of wrestling talk in before we get a guest on. Um, tell me if you'd like this idea. And okay. Sounds like we Where'd walked out swing again. Where'd you go, Big Swing? <laughs> I was waiting to hear his question. Can you hear me now? Yeah. We can. Okay. Now. That's. I, I. Well, see what it is is I'm running it from a phone. So every time my lock screen comes on, I cut my phone off. Um. No. So basically, long story short, if they're gonna run this Alexa Bliss angle, what I'm thinking they should do is have Liv Morgan. Um. It, can, can you imagine? Because she's got the little looking things now. Um, could you imagine Liv Morgan and um, and Alexa Bliss kind of together, like the sisters, beautiful disaster, whatever you want to call it? And those tag team titles? I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I, I just... yeah, I would like to see that team. Right. Icon, I heard you. I heard it in the back, man. Do you have you have a guest? Uh, I'm uh, working on it. Uh... No response Did you hear the question? So. Did you hear the question that I posed to Granny? Well, I didn't hear that question, uh, so. Oh, you still didn't? Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, see, I this is the problem with me running off of a phone, uh, the lock screen. I'm sorry about that. Um, That's okay. I'd like, I'd like to see Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan go at it. Now, the reason I would like to see Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan, you know how Liv Morgan now as the teardrop looking things that she has going on, you know, coming down the eyes, she's turning mm-hmm. darker and darker. And as she has failure after failure to be successful, um, I could, I could picture her like turning to the dark side. I'd like to see the two of them together. That would be interesting. Matter of fact, uh, WWE Monday Night Raw is in Kansas City tonight, by the way. Oh, I bet nice. they're, they're in Kansas City, Missouri, though, not Kansas, though. So, so okay. Um, Kansas City. Um, well, they got fans back in the stadium now, don't they? Yep. They sure so do. That's nice. 
That's nice. So, And that's actually a question I want to pose to some of our guests about now that fans are allowed back at these venues, if that makes all the difference for the performances. Uh, Icon, you're back on the line with us. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I tried to get our, our guests on, and uh, I called their cell phone, and I got no answer. So uh, I'm trying to find a uh, – hopefully I can find a backup here because um, you can always have one or two that uh, – have been waiting to get on, and they say just call any time. So, and I think uh, let's see. We have a nine. We have a nine one seven on with us right now. Is that who you're looking for? All right. Once. Yeah. Let me make sure here. Hold on a second. Give me a second here. The nine one seven number. Yeah, I know. I'm you don't have these. You don't have these planned in your little handy dandy notebook or something. Well, no, I I I do, but uh, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I never got the number for our backup guests. That's why I'm trying to figure out if it's them or not. Well, you want me to put them on the air and we'll find out, and then, and then if it is them, you can do your that, announcement. That that, that 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 is our backup guest. So if you want to put them on, I'll go ahead and introduce them. Ready? Yeah, because I, I got to run downstairs uh, to the other building real All quick right. anyway. So uh, I'll put them on. You do your thing. I'll be listening to the headset, though. If I can jump in, I will. But I'm going to put them on. You do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. It's about to get real crazy right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the up-and-comer. I give you the man that has the plan. He is crazy. Hatter. Well, what happened to our guest? He's there. They are on. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're on with us. Uh, they should be able to hear and talk. Oh, they just uh, they just cut off. Just dropped off. So maybe they're. We'll call back in a minute, uh, perhaps, possibly, who knows. Um, yeah. So, we shall see. Um, if, if they are trying to call back, you're breaking up really bad, Bid Squeen. They hardly hear you. I tell you, I think Blog Talk's been having some issues with their audio systems lately. Crazy Heather, are you there? Hey, this is the Crazy Hatter. Welcome to the Attitude Era, live with the with the host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Ronnie Hawkster. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good to have you. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, filling in tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, we have the Crazy Hatter on. We have uh, we have about twenty six minutes. Here's what we're going to do here real quick. If you want to give us a background about yourself, and then we're going to have some fun with the interview. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to speed it in, but go ahead. Um, basically, the biggest and most craziest, perhaps, um, I can call myself the Jimmy Havoc of the fans of professional wrestling, basically. My friends call me Hardcore Joe. And I'm basically thriving in my life right now. I'm doing the best things that I can with the best things that I have. 
basically. And yeah, that's me from New York, Queens, New York. And uh, Big Swing, uh, our uh, our co-host buddy, he's uh, also in New York. So I'm surprised you didn't mention something about the area code. But uh, so, uh, how long have you been in the business? I been into the business since I first saw my first match back in 2003. It was a raw match with Booker T, but I don't remember that match because it was. I was a simple nine-year-old kid who had a lot of struggles. But, hey, I remember my biggest, I remember my biggest match that I ever saw. It was Austin vs. The Rock back in WrestleMania 19, and I always say that that was my first, first big memory of wrestling. That's awesome. Now, uh, what uh, uh, you know in your uh, in your time, you know, since you uh, since you started uh, wrestling, what um, how many different promotions have you been with? I have never wrestled, but I have wrestled uh, online. I've been with like many many uh, online promotions doing promos. Ah, and, but I'm uh, like Barry Horowitz. <laughs> yeah, Barry Horowitz. As a matter of fact, he's he's been he's been a guest uh, on our show in the past. Uh, what uh, when you say you uh, cut promos, do people just call you to uh, cut promos? How does that work? They basically call me to cut promos, and I basically do them on video, and sometimes I do them written also. But I'm focused more on the booking side aspect because I would like to become myself a booker. And uh, when you're uh, uh, considering yourself a booker, do you consider yourself to be a uh, uh, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more of what the crowd thinks you are? A nuclear heel, <laughs> like Ben Russo. Well, um, I'll tell you what, well, with that being said, Granny, we have a heel. We have the crazy hatter. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you, because Granny does not like the heels. So what? So you said you would like to try to become a booker for, uh, for, a wrestling, for wrestling. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, who would you like to see come work for you? I mean, who would you like to be able to book for your shows? I mean, who... for my shows, I would like to book the guy that I mentioned, Jimmy Havoc, because I like his hardcore uh, persona and his style. Jungle Boy, uh, the ah, yes. Marco and Logan. And I would like to have... As the face of the company, the best guy that I know, and the best absolute guy for my company, for my company, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, <laughs> MJF. Oh my! Hmm, interesting. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I, I yeah, I, Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the bad guys when I have to, and I, that's what I love doing. So I love the independent shows. I love being able to interact with the wrestlers, and I'm not afraid to stand up to anybody. I don't think I would even be afraid to stand up to you and talk a little smack to you if I had to. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if you still got it within you, you, you can do it against me. But uh, well, I'm, in my, I'm in my prime, so basically, I don't know how that's gonna go out. But hey, um, well, good luck with ya. <laughs> Go ahead, Icon. Icon, you there? Yeah, so here's my question there, Crazy Hatter. Yeah, I am. If if, uh, Granny Hulkster is sitting there ringside, and uh, you decide to walk over to her and you get in her face, and then she uh, talks smack to you, what would your defense mechanism be? I would basically talk back, like, "Hey, don't disrespect me. I am better. I, I've been, I've been more places, thirty-one states. Nobody can do it like me. I am the best, the absolute best." <laughs> and uh, well, you know, I and I do understand that because I, I know who oh, you well, are, but uh, who um. Uh, what makes you the best that there is? Tell us. Because I'm a survivor. <laughs> now, I'm, like uh, a, I'm like that cockroach that you cannot kill. Now, uh, with that being said, then, uh, being, being a survivor, uh, what is your number one survival skill that uh, you have in your arsenal? My number one survival skill is that I can adapt to any circumstances there is. And uh, what uh, what is your uh, like? What for is your example, favorite? Go ahead. Like for example, uh, when my mom died, I basically, basically. I became the heel because I turned around from everybody and I decided to do it by my own rules. And uh, when did uh, when did uh, your mom pass? 2016. And since 2016, I've been kicking ass. Now, uh, did your mom ever? It see was you the wrestle? worst day. No, but she, but she was proud. She was proud, and she was the one that got me into the wrestling industry as a fan. Because she used to see a lot of shows when she was alive. Now, uh, now, do you remember the first uh, event that you, your mom and you ever went to? 
it was a WWC event down in Puerto Rico, basically. And as a and as a heel, do you know who Ray Gonzalez is? Right, Ray Gonzalez. This okay, is, yeah. This is one of my first experiences as a fan, and um, I wanna say it here. I spit in the in his face as the heel that I am, and my friends was like, was like, what the heck are you doing, man? What the heck are you doing? And I was like in my mind, I'm just planting the seeds for a future match, and I was just a child. Hmm. Future broken in my mind, myself against him. <laughs> That's awesome. So now, um. You know, we all know that, uh, you know, your mom, you know, is always looking down at you and your guardian angel. Uh, how many events did you go to uh, go uh, to with her? Um, like two or three, basically, with her. But I saw them all in pay-per-view, basically. I saw, I saw WrestleMania 19. I saw WrestleMania 20, 21, 22. I had a streak up on, up until WrestleMania 25, which I saw the second best match of all time. Some Michael versus The Undertaker, but I wasn't a rebellious face, and I was not impressed with the match. So, so did you uh, did you did you critique the match? Daniel was better. Uh, we have uh, we have the crazy hatters our guest here. We have about uh, we have about five minutes left here with the crazy one himself. So uh, so we can do this. If our fans want to check you out and follow you and see what you're doing, uh, you got a uh, Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got? I basically basically my Facebook, uh, Joe Joe Hernandez Gomez. You can add me there, and you can test me any booking, any anything you guys want, basically. And uh, so you and you are up for hire, correct? Yeah, up to hire. And uh, yeah, let's say that someone wanted to uh, call you or write you, and um, uh, if they wanted to hire you. Uh, would you be willing to let us know what your uh, your hiring rate is? Um, anything you guys want. Okay. Well, like uh, you, uh, you I'm do up on, uh, expect I'm up some deal higher. You do expect some good compensation, though, correct? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think if you guys want to hire me, the only thing that I will ask is to have Daphne as my manager. No, I, 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 I think we can. I think we can work on that. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I would suggest, uh, uh, you know, maybe even having one of us as your manager. Uh, you know, uh, except, except for Granny, because she doesn't like the heels, and she's not a heel herself. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, if, uh, you know, if, uh, unless, uh, um, you know, unless you really, really piss her off, uh, then she ha- may have some heelish tendencies, 
like uh, if a guy like a Double Dork gets in her face, then she'll have something to say to you. Am I right, Granny? Okay. Well, I tell you, let me let 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 me let me share some information with you. Um, the wrestlers like they like to tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip, and they tell me they'll ask me, "Don't I have a curfew at the nursing home?" Well, I just informed them that I don't have no curfew. I got keys to the building, so you know what. They can say all they want to me, and they can talk smack all, all all they want to me, and I'll just dish it right back to them because I can. Well, okay, you know, I'll tell you, All right, here, here's what we're here's what we're gonna do. Uh, uh, what I want to do here uh, with the with the crazy hatter man himself is uh, I want to uh, I want to continue this. What I want to do. Is uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna set you up and I'm gonna get you back on the air with us again. But what I wanted to let people know is I want to give everybody kind of a preview about you. Uh, what we're gonna or I'm definitely gonna have you back on again here. Uh, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna yeah. contact you after the show here is over. We're gonna set a firm date and I'm gonna let you be on for a longer period of time uh, so uh, we can uh, hash out some more of this stuff. Because uh, the uh, the chat room is buzzing about you right now. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, Crazy Hatter, but everybody likes your accent. So they do want to have you back on. We're definitely going to have you back on again, and it's going to be awesome. But uh, I'm gonna, I wanted to kind of get uh, people a little uh, taste of what you can do and what you talk about. And uh, in a couple weeks, I'm going to get you back on, and I'm going to let you loose full bore, okay? Okay. Awesome. So I will. So uh, I will send you. Uh, so I will uh, send you a message. Uh, message after the show with a date, and then we'll get you booked up, and then we'll get you back on with us again. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So uh, I'm do, I'll tell you what. I I thank you for coming on at such short notice. Uh, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a full lot of time interview uh, because this is going to be great. I have. Uh, we have. Uh, fans are going to tune in for that, uh, but I do thank you for joining us for this short time, and I'm going to have you on for a longer period of time in a couple weeks, and I'm going to get you booked for that, all right? Y'all better be ready. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. Everybody be ready. That's the Mad Hatter, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, and I will be in contact with you after the show, all right? Thank you, and goodbye. All right, that was the crazy hatter. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to go right into our next guest here. Uh, This is going to be, I've I've, I've seen this uh, individual wrestle many, many times, and uh, I I cannot, I I am a big fan, and it's going to be awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. From the mean streets of downtown, he joins us from. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you downtown Petey Brown. How's it going, Icon? Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing too much. Just a normal Monday night, you know. How about you? 
So you've been taking a lot of bumps, have you? <laughs> One of those nights. All right. Uh, do you have that? Uh, do you have that script that I gave you? I do not, but I'm definitely down to answer any questions. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text you the script real quick, so you can do the promo for us, and then I will. Uh, uh, then we'll have the interview. All right. Sure thing. One sec. All right. I'm going to send it to you on Messenger. We got a little. We got a little time. So, all right. There it is. I just sent it to you. I'll do. Uh, when you get it, let me know. I'll give you a five minute, a five second countdown, not a five minute countdown, and we'll uh, we'll have you uh, read that for us. Okay. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is downtown PD Brown. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with hosts the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Holster. Let's dance. All right. So, so how are you, PD? What's uh, what's the new in your world? Uh, you know, I've uh, seen you wrestle several times, and uh, you're one of the uh, well, I sh- I shouldn't say that. It might just show favoritism, but I don't care. You know, you know the icon, right? Uh, but yep. uh, of all the uh, of all the people and wrestlers that have come through and wrestled for Puffa Mania, you are one of my ultimate favorites. You know that, right? Thank you. That that means a lot. I really appreciate it. Now, have you had a chance to hear any of my uh, uh, commentary from your matches uh, with Puffa Mania? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they have that shared, but yeah, if you send that over, I definitely would listen to it and watch it. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, so tell, give us a little background about. Uh, we have uh, downtown PD Brown as our guest here. We got about 36 minutes. Give us a little background about uh, yourself, and then uh, we're gonna get into the interview and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Downtown PD Brown. I'm the leader of the PD Party, the most entertaining party in all pro wrestling, also known as the Prince of Party. I love to dance, love to have fun. I love to bring parties to each and every wrestling ring that I go to and make sure everyone's in on the fun. Definitely glad to be back in the wrestling ring after uh, COVID and the pandemic and all that sad stuff. So wrestled a little bit but without crowds during that time. So it's so nice now to be back and having crowds um, based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Been wrestling since around 2016. Uh, was trained by Eddie Sharkey and the Academy uh, here in Minneapolis. And, yeah, just been going at it, having fun, and wrestling a couple times every weekend. So, so looking for that next PD party. Now, uh, are you going to be uh, in the next show for um, Pulp Mania? I think I had another date on um, that day. So I don't think for the next show, but I'd definitely be welcome to come back if I have the date available. Always a fun time. So uh, speaking of that, when, um, you know, we, you know, we, we'll touch on a little bit. Um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of touch on a little bit. Uh, we, we won't go into much detail because we know the COVID sucks, but how did uh, COVID affect your career uh uh, exponentially, did you have to blank out your calendar to a certain point? Do you have a lot of shows that have been uh, postponed or rescheduled, just canceled? Kind of take us through on how it affected you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, everything was canceled. Everything was canceled or rescheduled. There was no, absolutely no shows going on. I'd say the one positive, uh, to look on the bright side, I got better or I got back into my passion of video editing. 
Um, so I took that up while I didn't uh, or wasn't able to go in the ring. Um, I had some shows during, uh, I guess you'd say, the pandemic, uh, so like when there was kind of the, you know, everyone kind of lightened up last summer as well as um, had some shows about fans. But for the most part, I did not wrestle a lot. So definitely put everything on hold for a sec. So, um, how, how long, how long would you say you were off totally? I think my last show was in March. It was like the first weekend of March. I wrestled at first wrestling, um, at the, I think Rosedale mall. That was a really fun show. So it was a good show at least to end on. Um, and then, yeah, my first show back, um, I think was in June. Um, I might've wrestled, I, I know I wrestled a couple times in Wisconsin. Maybe I shouldn't have, um, but. Uh, yeah, I think I first wrestled or match back was I think in June. Not super well, long, I suppose, but I mean, well, I suppose you know when you wrestle in uh, Wisconsin, they inter- uh, introduce you from being from uh, Minnesota. Uh, you know, I'm sure the rabid Packer fans uh, they kind of give you the business, do they not? Uh, sometimes, but uh, between you and me, I'm actually a Packer fan myself, so um, I guess that that's, I, we can get, come together on that thing. But usually when I'm, like, out of state, if I'm a good guy or if I'm not trying to be a jerk that night, um, I'm safe from the best dance floors in the Midwest. So make well, it all with inclusive. That being said, then, so with that being said, then, would you consider yourself to be a, a baby face, a heel, an in-between? Are you more of what the crowd thinks you are? I'd like to say more what the crowd thinks I am. Um, I'd say probably lean more towards uh, babyface, but uh, I have been feeling uh, more recently. I've been having a lot of fun with it, so um, I'm down to do whatever. You know, I'm just down to there to party, and sometimes, you know, you can always be a jerk or a party pooper, so who knows. Well, downtown PD Ron's our guest here. we got about 33 minutes. Granny, we have a guest that could have some heel tendencies. What do you got? Go ahead. Well, hello. First of all, I do not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to people like that. Uh, I'm not afraid to stand up to them at all. So I guess hey, one hey, of Granny, my questions... Granny, wait, wait, Granny, Granny, real quick. Tell him, because he knows him, tell him what you, how you feel about Sylvester J. Fox. <laughs> I absolutely despise that man. And if I ever get the opportunity to tell him what I think of him face-to-face, I would most certainly love to be able to do that. I'm sure I, I would love to see that. I'm sure he'd get a kick out of it. I, you oh, know, I, might, than, have I, sh- I might have he, to shove him or something. I don't know, you know. I might have to, I, I don't know, you know. I don't know what I would he, do to I, him, you know. I, I, I You'd have to hook up on him, than, right? Well, well uh, no, I wouldn't hook up on him, but I just I I would tell him what I thought. Uh, I'll give him a thing or two about a thing or two. Well, trust yeah, me, Sylvester J. Fox. Sylvester J. Fox can get more than a kick from Granny. Trust me. All right, go ahead, uh, Granny. Continue <laughs> with your questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's all right. So, if you had any kind of chance to have any kind of dream match. What kind of match would you want it to be, and who would you want your opponent to be? Well, I'd say I've always uh, – I kind of got into wrestling later uh, when I was a teenager, and when that time – it was around WrestleMania 20, 21, so John Cena was on uh, the way up. I know a lot of people don't like John Cena, but he's the one who got me into wrestling. So I'd say a match with him, either against him or as a tag team partner, 
uh, would definitely be a dream match. But for me and John Cena probably to be in the same ring together, something probably had to go crazy wrong in John Cena's life. So I definitely don't wish that on him. So more realistically, I'd love to tag with Cole Cabana. Uh, I love Cole Cabana. I love his stick, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, Cole Cabana is pretty awesome. So that, that's awesome. most definitely. Ahead, well, yeah, those would be two uh, big dream matches. Uh, downtown PD uh, Brown is our guest here. We've got about uh, 30 minutes now. Your uh, your interview would actually start now at this time, uh, PD. So, um, sure thing. So, uh, with uh, with all the uh, stuff that uh, you know you've uh, since you've been through when you started, uh, how many different uh, organizations have you wrestled for? Say at least like thirty, at least thirty, or definitely thirty plus. And uh, do you have a? Uh, well, I, I'll understand if you don't want to uh, answer this, but uh, do you have a favorite one? Um, I'd say probably a tie between uh, the American Wrestling Federation because I have uh, kind of hand in that and personal stake in that company, and then it's always fun to re- work for First Wrestling too because they always put on amazing shows. Now, uh, if if you know what it is, uh, can you tell us uh, when uh, when your next match is? Yeah, absolutely. This sa- yeah, it's this Saturday uh, at the American Wrestling Federation. It's in Grantsburg, Wisconsin at 7 p.m. at the Grantsburg American Legion. I am going to beat up my arch nemesis, uh, the AWF champion, uh, Kyle Pro. Now, tell us why he's your arch nemesis. What did he so Kyle Pro to you? Tell yeah, us. I can definitely I can definitely go into that. Kyle Pro used to be a really nice guy. Um, I remember seeing him uh, before he was in wrestling. He actually used to be a bigger guy, like a, I, I don't be too mean, but like a fatter guy. And he lost a lot of weight. He looks great. He's cut. He's in shape. He almost looks like Thor. He's in really good shape. Uh, trains really hard. Um, and he was doing really well. And he was you know winning a lot of matches. But then he. Uh, started losing a couple matches and getting frustrated and kind of lost his temper. And then he joined this doofus named Stonehenge. I'm sure you know who he is from Puffamania. Um, I do. I they, do know him. Yes. Yeah. They created a thing, little thing called the program. And ever since then they stole the AWF championship. And on top of that, that they couldn't be done with that. They screwed me out of my, excuse me, had a sneeze there, screwed me out of my AWF TV title, uh, which title that I worked my butt off to get. Um, they beat me up on multiple occasions. They're just big bullies that, uh, you know, that when the odds are stacked for them, they'll, they'll you know, they'll show their power. But one, one time, when one thing doesn't go their way, uh, they run away a coward. So they're the worst kind of people. So uh, trying to get rid of them in AWF, that's my goal. And that's hopefully I can uh, take on Kyle Pro. Maybe I'll be mad enough to put the title on the line. And uh, I can take the AWF title program this weekend. Okay, so it is going to be a title match then. I don't know. That's up to him. I have no idea. I'm going to challenge him for it. I hope I hope he puts it on the line. But more likely than so, not, he'll probably find a, a way out. So, hey, well, let's, let's bring Granny back on. Because, you know, Granny, you've been talking the last couple weeks about uh, a guy that was just handed the title. This kind of sounds like uh, kind of like the same – well, it's not the same thing per se, but it's almost the same thing. PD got screwed out of his title – and uh, t- tell us what happened there, and then, PD, you can kind of fill in if the situation is kind of similar, and then we can discuss that. Yeah, sure thing. Well, the, 
there was a, a company in Arkansas where I live, and uh, our champion, the magnificent Malico, he wrestles a lot in uh, Texas, Oklahoma, you know, Arkansas, and everything. He had this right. championship belt, and we had a match scheduled between him and Will Alday, who also wrestles down in Texas a lot. And um, the fans basically got to make the matches that night. And oh, cool. They voted, uh, the fans unfortunately voted that Will Alday should have a uh, chance to uh, get that title back. Well, long story short was Malico was not in attendance that night due to the fact that somebody had run Malico over and hit him in the street, you know, in front of his house, you know, so Malico could, he was injured, he couldn't be there. They basically, um, you know, Will Alday showed up, and I said, you know, Will Alday, you do not deserve to have a title shot. You need to earn it just like anybody else would earn need to earn it. You do not deserve to get a title shot. You should be fired for not showing up at two or three different shows that, you know, and he says, oh, Granny, I, I know, you know, I know I should be fired. I've seen the error in my ways, yada, 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 and I don't like Will Alday either, but he he goes on and on and on. And basically, they come out and they just hand him the title. Well, Granny was not very happy about that at all. So the next show, after they did the Battle Royal and everything, they had the contract signing between Malico and Will Alday. And Malico comes walking out with bandages around his head, around his leg. He's walking on crutches. You know, Will all day he gets his tag team out here in the ring with him, and he says, you know, Malico, if you sign this contract, you know, you're going to be, you know, sorry you did that, yada yada yada, you know, and everything. He's going on running his mouth, and and the three of them proceed to beat up Malico and leave him laying in the ring. Well, the show was pretty much over with, and. Malico, like, Granny, I need you, you know, well, you know, now, Granny does not, I I know, I've been around this business long enough to know that, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm more than just the average fan. I interact with the wrestlers very well, and I have been told that by various promoters at various shows that I attend, and fans love when I holler at the bad guys and everything like that, well, I proceeded to get in the ring after the show was over, and, you know, Malico grabbed my leg, and, you know, and everybody started chanting, Granny, 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 and and the promoter, you know, he wasn't, um, he says, I don't know why that happened, that shouldn't have happened, blah, 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 you know, and everything, and uh, anyways, but no, they basically handed Will all day, they basically just gave him the belt, and I I don't agree with it. And you know, when he was running his mouth on that promo that he was running about the contract signing, the crowd the crowd was losing interest. So Granny had to step up and do something to get the crowd back. And when I got in the ring to help Malico, basically, and I'm not a wrestler, just so you know, I am not a wrestler. Right. I am just a fan. But I had. Granny had had enough. 
that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I had to do something to get the crowd back. And when I did that, Malika whispered to the referee, he says, I think Granny got a better pop than I did. (laughs) I mean, I've been, I have been told by one of my wrestling friends that I've known for many years, he says, it's funny when you get a better pop and you're more recognizable than most professional wrestlers. And I he and he says you need to take that as a compliment, and and I do I am very humbled by that compliment and because I love that's what I love about the independent shows, I love interacting with the wrestlers and like I said, I'm not afraid to get in their faces I'm not afraid to stand up to them they tell me to sit down and shut up, and I say if you think you're man enough why don't you come down here and make me because I don't think you are. There you go. So, you know, uh, you know, I well, downtown Pete Rose, I guess here we, we get we have uh, uh, we have about twenty two minutes, and I, I uh, this is your time. But uh, real quick, Granny, do you think maybe the guy that they handed the title to was a jerk that was driving the car? Well, see, he claims he was not behind the wheel. I think Rikishi did it. The Rock made him do it. Oh, Rikishi. Well, anyways, he he, they, he claimed, Will claims that he wasn't the one who hit Malico, but if he didn't do it, he paid somebody to do it. So that's my opinion. My money's on Rikishi. Well, it, yeah, mine too. Uh, it's just, it's just kind of weird. So now, uh, one thing I like to, uh, you know, ask uh, uh, PD is all, I ask all the independent wrestlers this, and I'm going to put it to you because uh, none of them have ever answered the same way. So I'm going to ask, put it to you, two part question. Uh, cool. Now let's say that uh, you're at a show and uh, someone from uh, Ring of Honor, AEW, or WWE, like one of their officials, sees you at a match that you do, and they say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we're having tryouts, and we'd like to uh, see what you got, and uh, we'd like you coming out and try out." Two part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, if you do get that big-time contract and get that deal, would you still be our friend and not big-time us and still talk to us? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do yes and yes. I'll, uh, I'll uh, take the contract and, or at least take the tryout, and, and I will big-time you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, and, you know, the thing is, it, you know, it's amazing though how many uh, how how many have ha- have been uh, humble enough to admit that they would not big time us. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we actually got to test that out. Uh, um, I don't know it was about six months ago now. Uh, Granny, you remember the wrestler? Kenzie Page. Yeah, Kenzie Page. Uh, she made her. Uh, we were her first interview when she was seventeen. Uh, and uh, she hadn't hit the business yet, and uh, Big Swing was flipping through the channels, and AEW popped up, and there was Kenzie Page. And I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity to test the theory. I called her. Of course, she was busy. She only able to give me five minutes, but she said, sure, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, I can talk to you tomorrow. Give me a call back. You know. Nice. So, uh, you know, it, it's awesome. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that you know, uh, you know, that we uh, help. Uh, jumpstart Kenzie's career, but we were her first interview, so that's gotta uh, that's gotta apply for something, right? That's still pretty cool. 
Well, there you go. So now you mentioned uh, your um, your your next match is coming up. Uh, uh, what's the rest of your your summer like? Uh, how far in advance are you booked? Yeah, I've got some bookings in October and some in December, but um, pretty much booked up through September and August right now. Got a lot of uh, American Wrestling Federation dates um, here locally, and then got some other dates in Wisconsin too. Uh, so definitely keeping busy. Uh, so, uh, now do you, um, uh, do you, uh, do you, uh, plan on, uh, uh, wanting to, um, uh, 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 how, how can I say this? Uh, now do you plan on, uh, branching out and going, uh, like, do you want to try and hit, eventually hit all 50 states or, uh, uh, do you just want to stay around the Midwest area? What, what, what are your goals? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, if we got opportunities to wrestle in other states to check them out. I've had to turn down some wrestling just because of, like, work, my, like, main job. But, um, yeah, I love wrestling. I, I have fun every single time I get in the ring, and uh, it's, like, my main passion. So, yeah, I'm always down to wrestle and uh, enjoy my day job, too. I work in uh, digital marketing and would love to do that, too, for a wrestling company. That'd be a lot of fun to, you know, work full-time for one of the bigger players and do digital marketing for them. So basically, what you'd want to do is, uh, you know, you do the, uh, you do the promotional thing for them, and then um, uh, you also like do the uh, ads and stuff for them too. Yeah, I definitely down to do that. I mean, if I can't make it as a wrestler or like a manager or announcer or, you know, interviewer, I think I'd be really good in front of the camera. But I'd also think I'd do a really good job at, you know, video editing or you know creating, again, advertisements or running social media or things like that. Now, uh, now you, uh, this is, all, uh, you know, I, I hate to use this term, but uh, is uh, this is that's basically your fallback, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I would, if I made it in wrestling, my, my, I'd say, like, any being involved in wrestling and anything for, like, my full-time job is, like, a dream. Like, being able to work in your passion and it pays the bills, I think that's, like, literally the American dream, so... Um, if whether it be like a wrestler or a manager or you know again doing that digital media, uh, it would all be a dream to me. So definitely not a fallback. Uh, we have uh, downtown PG Mountains, our guest here. We got about uh, fifteen minutes, so we can do this real quick. If our fans wanted to check you out, or maybe a promo- promoters listening and wanted to have you come wrestle for them, uh, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got? Yeah, I got all that. Man, a GoFundMe, that's that's what I should get. That'd be nice. Uh, uh, I, I have a Facebook. It's at uh, P.D. Brown, so P-E-T-E-Y Brown. Or I've got a fan page, which is Downtown P.D. Brown. Um, I've got a Twitter. It's Downtown, the letters P-T Brown. Or Instagram's the same thing, Downtown, the letters P-T Brown. Uh, follow me on YouTube. I post weekly videos, or sometimes bi-weekly videos. Uh, just do YouTube slash PD Party, um, and those will be the main places you can follow me. Now, uh, there, there's a couple of people uh, in our ch- uh, chat room asking about how you got the nickname Downtown. Yeah, uh, so if anybody's from, like, the 80s or early 90s and knows Downtown Julie Brown, she used to be a video DJ for uh, MTV, so my nickname my dad gave me was downtown PD Brown. And then in college, 
actually ended up DJing, um, and my DJ name was DJ Downtown PD Brown. So nickname stuck and carried it over to wrestling from DJing. And uh, um, now that that's always been your name, right? Uh, you don't, uh, you haven't diverted from that, right? Nope, I've always been Petey Brown, even as like a kid. That that nickname stuck. So, <laughs> what? Um, uh, you know, to this point, uh, what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment so far? I mean, we we all know that winning titles is you know uh, is is a big accomplishment. But what would you say is the biggest uh, accomplishment uh, that you've done so far? Yeah, I mean, I guess it just all depends. But, I mean, I just won the uh, Minnesota Independent Wrestling title uh, earlier this month, which was super cool. Uh, that was my first, like, main title or, like, you know, the top heavyweight title. Um, so I'm currently their champion, which is cool. Uh, being able to uh, get put through a table by Roman Reigns at Target Center was pretty cool. I mean, that was more getting my butt kicked, but cool experience nonetheless, considering when I was a kid I used to watch wrestling at the Target Center. And then I would say the third one would be helping run uh, the American Wrestling Federation, you know, turning it around, putting on really great shows, and, uh, yeah, just ma- making it a great place and a place where, like, people like Airwolf and uh, Angel Dorado or, you know, Darius and Dante Williams uh, put on great matches or JDX and Brandon Gore, you know, like Next Guys Up, or we've had some other guys who have made AEW and WWE who have been on since I started booking. So to give guys like that a platform and even guys who are like my friends or just anyone an opportunity to do what they love and uh, be a part of a good show, uh, I take a lot of pride in that too. Uh, downtown PD Brownsville, yes. Now you said that uh, we had about uh, 13 minutes. Now did you say that you were put through a table by Roman Reigns? Is it, did you say that? Yeah, uh, la- in 2019, I was going to say last year, man, time flies, but 2019, um, I was a security guard for Baron Corbin, and uh, I tacked him on stage, and he put me through a table on stage at Target Center. Well, uh, Granny, we know how you feel about uh, Barry Corbin. Uh, uh, I think you have a nickname for him, don't you? Boring Corbin or whatever? I do. Uh, yeah, I call him Boring Corbin. <laughs> I mean, he's down on his luck now, so you're kicking him while he's down, Granny. Oh, I know. Well, you know what? I, I don't care. I mean, I've never liked the guy. I didn't like him when he was king, you know. I mean, I'm sorry he's down on his luck, but you know what? That's just the way it is. And you you, you got to well, eat some humble pie, right, why? Granny? Do, do you guys I'm know sorry? why? Go ahead. Well, yeah, he's losing his. He well, he's no longer king because Shinsuke Nakamura beat him for that, and he's not been winning any matches. So you know, I mean, I, you know, I've been down on my luck too, you know. But I mean, I just, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just I don't like him. I don't like the guy. Never have. What's going to happen? We're going to announce it here. Here's the reason why he's down on his luck right now. There is, and me and Big Swing have been saying this since we started this show five years ago. There is WWE officials that listen to this show. And when they heard that Granny does not like Barry, Baron Corbin, they stripped his ass. That's what happened. That <laughs> Granny doesn't like you. You're done. You're canceled. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's the reason why. But, you know, I, 
I mean, I, I've had several of my wrestling friends that have appeared as extras and have actually gotten the opportunity to wrestle on Monday Night Raw from time to time, you know. So, I'm, but I don't think the WWE really is very familiar with Granny Holster, but, you know, so. Well, you okay. never know. Um, well, Granny, uh, I, uh, I can tell you that that statement is not true. Uh, I guarantee you that the WWE is very familiar with you. And uh, I'm not going to go into details, but I can let you know they, they do know who you are. <laughs> well, I'm sure they do because of my friends that have wrestled for it and stuff. But, uh... And you, you, can, you, can, you can thank a couple of guys that uh, you've been handcuffed to because of that or uh, thank a guy that stole your cane. Uh, uh, you know, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah, well, I but love Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer. He's, he's he's one of my best friends. <laughs> uh, so now, uh, now we'll, we'll kind of talk about Pennsylvania. I I know that you know you still want to get booked for them, so I know you can't really can't go into much detail, but. Uh, I, I know that you've had some interactions with uh, Sylvester J. Fox. Uh, are, are you willing to share any, any opinions that you have with the guy? He definitely loves to talk, and he loves to hear himself talk. I uh, recently uh, faced off with him earlier this month. Uh, I put an open challenge out for my MIW title. He came out and answered the title challenge. I thought he was actually going to wrestle me, but apparently he had someone else to wrestle for him, and uh, they lost. So. You're welcome, Granny. Yeah. Um, Thank, you. He, <laughs> Thank you. What, what, I got gotcha. you. Wasn't, wasn't that when he was in his white beater uh, suit, the red suit? Yeah, he, he was in a super white suit. It was so bright it hurt my eyes. Oh, okay. Because I know last time he he was on, he did, he was in a red suit, I thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, at the time he was on at uh, American Wrestling Federation, it was the white one. So he must uh, rotate between the two. Yeah, well, you know, he's only got two because, uh, you know, you can only uh, you can only go into a store too many times and steal so many suits before they catch you. Exactly. You can maybe get away with it twice, but that third time, that's when they get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, one thing, uh, PD, is uh, uh, I'm working on putting together a, uh, a wrestling promo- uh, show next August. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> the Icon Happening is what I'm going to call it. We're going to... Uh, it's uh, we're working on the second week in August uh, to do that, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get you down to be part of that show. Uh, and we're going to try and get Granny here because it's it would be awesome to have Granny ringside and then have uh, Sylvester J. Fox show up. Uh, you know, uh, that's a major selling point for the uh, for the promo right there. Uh, Granny finally gets her hands. On Sylvester J. Fox, you know. <laughs> there you go, Granny. I'll, I'll represent you. Okay. I would you know, love you know, that. I, I, I just would love to be able to just talk a little bit of smack to Sylvester J. Fox. So. Well, I mean, you know what they say about Sylvester J. Fox, right? He'll shake, he'll shake your hand with his left and reach in your pocket, your back pocket with his right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. That's like home slot. And. uh yeah, you know, you know, the sad thing is, I mean, you know, you have to, uh, you know, the name Sylvester J. Fox, you know, you have to uh, uh, 
uh, ruined one of the stars of Space Jam by stealing his name, Sylvester the Pussycat. Uh, and we all know that uh, um, Sylvester J. Fox is one of those, and Cat is not in the cat, uh, the running. So you can, <laughs> you can pretty much figure it out from there. So, uh, anyway, we have downtown P.E. Browns right yes, here. We have about six minutes left. Uh, so, now, what, um, uh, what uh, uh, is uh, things looking like for you, like, uh, as far as uh, going after some uh, uh, titles in the in the near future, Petey? Yeah, well, right now, I have MIW champion, the Midwest Independent Wrestling Champion. Definitely going for that American Wrestling Federation championship because its holder is a doofus and a douche. Um, so hopefully I can steal from him or hopefully someone else who's worthy being AWF champion can um, so I can actually represent that company the way it should be. But right now, you know, I'm MIW champion. I take that a lot of pride in that. So I'm open to any and all challengers and focus on defending that and you know, being a fighting champion. That's awesome. And uh, for those of you who are, we're going to take a quick uh, time out here. Uh, for those of you who listen to our show, and as you know, if you go onto our uh, Off the Rose page on Facebook, and if you like it, uh, starting from the end of this show to the beginning of the next show, uh, you're automatically qualified to win an uh, uh, autograph from one of our uh, past guests, one of our current guests from this week, or uh, future guests. Or if you say something nice about the icon, I might even let you pick who you get an autograph from. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, So uh, go, on our, uh, go on Facebook, like our Off the Rose page, and uh, uh, you'll get qualified. We're having our big giveaway to show in December. And uh, just so everybody knows, there will be winners given. Uh, you will be contacted through Messenger, uh, but uh, we will not de- be divulging your name on the air or on our website because uh, we want to keep an- uh, anonymity, so we'll do that. Uh, so we have Petey Brown as our guest here. we got about uh, five minutes left. Uh, so uh, real quick here, one thing I uh, almost forgot. Uh, you have a great finishing about it. And what's it called and what's involved? Uh, my finishing move? Yeah. Yes, my finishing move is called Parties Over. It's uh, my own version of Eat to Feet. Um, I guess, like, popular people who've done it are, like, Gail Kim. Uh, Enzo Amore has done it. Chuck Taylor's done it. Um, Chuck Taylor calls it soul food. Um, but, yeah, I twist the opponent's arm, put my foot up, and they eat my foot. And I call it Parties Over because usually once uh, – my boots or my Nikes hit their face, they're out, and their party's done for the night. And uh, you can and you can pretty much hit that from anywhere. And on any one. I've hit it on guys twice my size. Yeah, and there, there's, uh, there is, and I've seen you do that maneuver, and it's very devastating. That's why I wish I, you could hear some of my uh, audio commentary from Pump of Mania. Uh, you know, the last, the first time I did audio commentary for them and, uh, I did your match. I, I mean, I was just like, I was at awe and I'm not just saying this either. I was at awe. You could hear it in my voice. Uh, I was at awe for your maneuver. I'm like, Oh my God, did you see you. that? You know, <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I was doing audio commentary with Puffy. I'm like, I cannot believe what I just saw. That is the most. Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, I can replay it for you. Oh my God, I cannot believe what I just saw. That is the most devastating maneuver I have ever seen used in a wrestling ring. Can you believe? There ain't no way he's getting up from that. And there's your winner, downtown Petey Brown. 
and the crowd goes wild. Yes. <coughs> matter of fact, every time I do a call for you, uh, I, I kind of start losing my voice a little bit because I get too excited calling call your uh, matches. But I appreciate that. So Thank anyway, we have uh, yeah, we have uh, downtown beauty browns. I guess here we got about uh, sixty minutes. Uh, real quick, you know, you mentioned uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, if there's one match on YouTube that you want fans to grab to gravitate towards and check out first, what would it be? If I had one match, I'm trying to think. Um, I've had a match against. Uh, Darius Williams that I really like. I'd say the one I'd say the the match that I like a lot, and you can check it out on my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash or YouTube dot com slash PD Party. Uh, it was my match against the system. It's it was no holds barred. Uh, we used a bunch of weapons. We used got slammed through like multiple tables, uh, slammed through, slammed on top of multiple chairs. It was like an intense rivalry that was like two years in the making. So I've got a kind of a cool documentary highlight video of it on my channel. So if you want to check out a video, that's an entertaining one. Now, uh, is there any chance that you guys will be going at it again at some point? You never know. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Petey, I'll tell you what, we do appreciate uh, you joining us tonight. You've been very awesome, and I do appreciate it. And uh, we definitely would like to have you back on again uh, when we have all three of us on because uh, we do have more questions for you, but it's been so awesome to have you with us. Yeah, thank you, Icon. Thank you, uh, Gr- Granny Holster. It was nice to meet you guys. Or thank you, uh, Granny Holster, and good to talk to you again, uh, Icon. Hope you guys have yeah, a great Yeah, good night. talking to you too. Take care, Petey. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care. Have a good night. Awesome. Downtown PD Brown, ladies and gentlemen. What what a what a great uh what a great interview that was. I uh always have fun when uh, he's on. Um and we'll definitely have it again. So uh well it looks like our our next guest is on. So uh I'm gonna uh I've been looking forward to this interview for a long time. I'll kinda give you a little background about uh well actually we'll we'll just bring her on and we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, on the air, how our friendship began, and uh, you know, um, Granny, you'll you'll definitely get a kick out of uh, her because she's going to talk about the biggest heel in her life, uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that towards the, a little bit in the interview. But uh, we're going to bring her on here. I'm going to introduce her, and then we're going to have some fun here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the ultimate vampirist, ladies and gentlemen. The newest cover girl for Bad Diesel Magazine. A great friend. She'll take a bite out of your ass if you screw her over. We're going to talk about that, too. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the vampirist, Chrissy Kruger. Hello. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, oh, I'm did, all right. Did you not, laying down. Did you not, my cat's on did my you chest not get right the now. What was that? Did you not get the script? Did you not get the script? Did you not send me the script? I'm sorry. Yeah, did I? Uh, did I? Okay, well, I'm Chrissy Krueger. It's nice to meet you all. And hello. <laughs> is that is that better? <laughs> Well, uh, I'll, 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 I'
I'm just going to reach sorry, out. I'm sorry, my bad. No, it's fine. Right. Right, it's fine. One second here, I'll send that to you. Okay, let me let me check <clears> it out real quick. Hold up, let me look. Ow, cat, get out, get out. Sorry. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. All right, I'll give you a countdown and we'll do that. Ready? Five. Chrissy Krueger? Is that what I say? Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's my, <laughs> my bad. So start with Hey, This Is. Okay, so Hey, This Is Chrissy Krueger. I am here to speak with everybody and see how everybody's doing and just talk about life in general and how Scott hooked me up and everything that he said pretty much before I came on the air. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, well, actually, the icon kind of hooked you up. But uh, anyway, we'll, we're going to go through this. We have uh, Chrissy Kruger as our guest here. We have, uh, uh, we have uh, 42 minutes of regular time, and uh, people are going to have to download uh, the uh, the extra segment, uh, the overtime segment for some other stuff we're going to talk about. This is going to be great. But let's uh, kind of start talking about, uh, you know, uh, Everybody knows that Bad Diesel Magazine is a great sponsor of the show, and uh, there's an ad on the new magazine. Uh, uh, we're, we're on the back cover, and there's uh, in the August issue, there's an interesting uh, model on the uh, on the coverage. You know who that individual is, there, Chris? That would be uh, that would be me, <laughs> um, Chrissy Krueger. That would be me. <laughs> Um, and I actually, speaking of magazine, I just got my magazines in today, so um, I'm looking at one right now as we speak. <laughs> now, uh, Bad Diesel Magazine, of course, they put out two versions of the magazine. They have the uh, R-rated and they have the mm-hmm. uh, PG-rated. Uh, now, would uh, when, when, did, when did you do the photo shoots for uh, Bad Diesel Magazine? You know, honestly... Um, these are pictures that I've had, like that I've done throughout the couple of years that I sent him. And he just really liked, he just likes all my pictures because I have so many and um, I haven't done any new ones for the magazine yet. I actually have to do that soon, actually, now that you mention it. Thank you for reminding me. But uh, no, these are ones that um, I selected myself and he just really just fell in love with them. Everyone that he put in there, including the ones so- that are all bloody and everything too. So uh, we'll, we'll 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 kind of circle back to that. Uh, so now, like uh, the cover photo, uh, do you remember when uh, you took that, or where that was taken, or who took um, it? Yeah, it was taken in Riverside, California, at a um, an abandoned like abandoned like school area. You know, that was like right across where I used to live, and um, we would take pictures there all the time because the scenery was really nice and. Um, my actually, my ex best friend took the picture. Um, we no longer talk anymore, but um, that would be his picture. But um, yeah, we, it was a really beautiful place that we took it, and we just kind of like to travel around a lot of downtown Riverside and just take pictures everywhere we could, you know. <clears throat> well, uh, it will. Uh, I think I know who the friend is, and we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of talk about that in a little while. Uh, <laughs> but like I say. We'll, we'll, we're we're gonna we're gonna kind of save for the overtime session uh, because I want people to really download. Uh, I, I have a feeling that this is gonna be the most downloaded episode ever. 
but before we get to that, Chrissy, Chrissy, yes, here we've got about uh, 40 minutes of regular time, and then we'll have 50 minutes of uh, extra time. Uh, I, I don't know how many questions. Uh, on asked a few questions. Now, we'll get into the interview. Granny, before I get ahead. Well, uh, go ahead, okay. Icon. You were kind of breaking up. You were kind of you were kind of breaking up. Did you hear that too? Yeah, oh, I did. So you were breaking yeah. up really bad, Icon. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, and I do apologize. Uh, a couple things here. Uh, the internet uh, connection here is not very good because we do have a storm going on. It is North Dakota, obviously, and uh, <laughs> I'm trying to use this new. I'm trying to use this new microphone that's hooked to the computer. So uh, I'll get back to that. Uh, so now, you uh, you kind of, you kind of mentioned that uh, you know the and I, I don't want to make this about me because this is about you. But uh, you kind of mentioned that the icon kind of hooked you up for the uh, uh, with the magazine. Uh, now, uh, hopefully that this will be a launching pad for you. Uh, do you have uh, do you have like the an ultimate goal on like a magazine that you want to appear in or be in? Man, you know, eventually I'd like to be in, like, I mean, it's really hard to get an inked magazine, you know, because, you know, they're, I hear they're very um, picky. Um, either, you know, like, a, I want to get into a magazine that has ink because I'm tattooed all over and I'm just going to be getting more tattoos. I've, I would also like to be in a vampire magazine uh, featured or something because, you know, that's who I am. That's what I do. You know, even horror magazines would be nice. Um Stuff like that. I used to work with um, a group called Gorgeous Girls, and, you know, they were all about gory and all that stuff. But, you know, I was in one of their magazines, too, but it never fully, like, I just didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted more, and I wanted to be in, you know, like, kind of like what I'm in now, the Bad Diesel magazine, where it's known all around, and people know what it is, and people like the girls that are in it, and it's just really nice to be part of that. But if I were to further it more, I'd have to either, you know, like I said, do a vampire magazine maybe even a gothic magazine or an alternate fashion magazine, something that fits me, you know? I'm I'm not, you know, I don't uh, know everything out here in California. <laughs> well, you know, what kind of touch on all aspects? So you, you are a vampire, uh, which is uh, awesome. Uh, so uh, is there a, uh, to, uh, to be a vampire and uh, to uh, is it, would you consider a lifestyle that you live or something that you you just wanted to get into? Kind of take us through that a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of man. The way you said, like, there's a lot of different ways you can interpret that because there's a lot of different people. Everybody's different when it comes to vampires and werewolves and lifestyles and some people drink blood you know some people do you know wiccan stuff and do crazy stuff i literally live a vampire every day i I incorporate it with everything i do in my everyday life but i don't do nothing like that i don't do no crazy stuff like that i'm just every day it's me um getting my teeth professionally sharpened and professionally put um as fangs was one of my biggest investments in life and i did it when i was 18 um, after I saw Queen of the Damned, and I just did it. And by doing that, it's allowed me to kind of create who I am today and become who I am and be able to interpret my modeling and anything I do with my things. And people look at me um, uh, like now, a normal person. 
Now, on your on your Facebook page, you have a saying on there: uh, "Becoming a vampire is forever," and that is true. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Now, when when you uh, when you got uh, I, you know, and uh, these are these are these are questions from our chat room right now. That you mentioned, uh, someone heard you mention uh, about sharpening your teeth. Uh, someone uh, wanted to know. Uh, how how bad does that hurt? Because there's a lot of us that don't even like going to the dentist. But you, have you know, honestly, it doesn't. They're, okay, and that's another thing too. Dentists, there's dentists out there who there's some dentists who actually sharpen your teeth, like they'll actually physically sharpen your teeth. Um, mine are more like crowns that they put under my gum line and sink them in and glue them in, and then they sharpen them. And they are so, cemented no. in. They don't. They don't come out unless the dentist can has to take them out, and then they put them back in. So, so now having having fangs uh, that you do, uh, is uh, is it uh, harder to talk with them, or because uh, like I say, these are fans. Is it hard to talk with them on? Is it hard to close your mouth? Is it hard to sleep with them on? Uh, well, you know, it, it, it. honestly. When you when I first got them, yes, yes, it was extremely hard to eat. It was extremely hard to get used to them. It was extremely different. I would always bite my tongue and my lip and cut them open, even my gums. Um, it takes time to get used to, but once you get used to it, they just naturally form in your. It's just like they naturally are part of who you are. And I mean, I can I can tear up a mean steak. Let me tell you. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and, it, it, uh, it, it, at first it's painful. Yeah. So it. I mean, at the beginning it had its disadvantage, but disadvantages but it's more it's been more of an advantage thing correct like you yeah. mentioned you can do a scope like nobody's business yeah yeah it's pretty fun to to tell when people are like oh my gosh those aren't real prove it and i'm like okay give me an apple i'll bite the apple right now i take a bite of the apple and i rip it out and they're like oh my gosh you told oh my gosh he's real like yeah i told you well, <laughs> you know and i'm thinking i'm thinking a a, a, a word to the wise don't would you agree with this, Chrissy, that no one should ever go up to you and say, hey, bite me? I I have, I do. I have a lot of people that actually ask me that, and I tell them that I legally cannot do it because I can seriously hurt somebody with my fangs. Like, I've had policemen stop me and ask me if I use them as weapons, and I tell them no. Like, because let's just say I got into an actual fight with somebody and had to, like, I don't know if they were, you know, putting me in a chokehold or something with their arm and I had to bite to get free, I would do some serious damage. I would like, like rip part of their arm out. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, Chrissy Kruger is our guest here. We have, uh, we have 32 minutes of regular time and we'll do a little overtime. Uh, the, uh, once again, she is a new cover girl for bad diesel magazine. So now how many different pictures did you submit to the magazine uh, that they picked? Or, uh, did you like submit like fifty, a hundred, and they picked, like the top ten? Tell us about that. Probably over a hundred. And, uh, and did he you can know use that, them whenever uh, he needs. Now, did, did uh, was there a certain thing he asked for? Like, I, I need this kind of pose. I need this pose. I need nudity. Uh, take us through that. Um, he did ask for some of those, and I sent him my top ones that I've done that were nude, that were the bloody ones, though, you know, the poster that you have, that's in this magazine, along with a couple others from that um, that set. 
Um, but yeah, he did ask for specific ones that I sent him. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if it's what I'm thinking of, that's the the magazine does feature ca- uh, calendar, and uh, you yeah. are the calendar girl with that picture, correct? Yes. Uh, Christy Cruz, I guess here we got about uh, 32 minutes. Uh, Granny, I, uh, uh, I I know you probably don't have too many questions, but I, I just need you to take it for a little bit. Uh, I have a little situation I need to deal with, but go ahead, Granny. What do you got for our guest, Christy Cruz? Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> Is Granny still there? I don't know. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Granny, I, uh, I know you may not have a few questions. I just need you to take it for a little bit. I have one little issue I need you to go take care of real quick. If you want to just ask a few questions, then I'll come back. Okay. I'll do my best. So, um, so what have you been doing with your career lately? Kind of share with us and the listeners what's been going on. What have you have you been doing any kind of events or photo shootings um, or anything like that or Well, I mean, I I shoot me personally, I shoot like almost I try to do photo shoots like at least 3 times a week if I can. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just, you know, like I can get up one day, do a photo shoot, have like over, I don't know, 400 pictures that'll last me to go through for like a week, you know? Um, but, uh-huh. but lately I've, I've been, honestly, I haven't been doing any shoots lately cause I've been, um, I've, I've been taking time off a little bit, I guess you could say. Um, because my friend's trial was this past week. So, uh, I was focused on all that, but what I do with my career, you know, I model and I'm also an exotic dancer. So I, you know, I haven't really gone to the club since COVID because COVID Uh really put a halt on a lot of things that I had planned that I had planned with, uh, you know, other, other photographers. Um, I had a movie that I was actually getting prepared for to do and then COVID hit. Um, and it just, it's kind of screwed everything up, but we're trying to work on getting that back up and running. Um, where I'm lead in the movie and my husband is my co-star and um, I got a couple of my friends in the movie as well. So I do movies well, as well, awesome. but like they're not like big movies, you know. Like, you know, uh-huh. I'm starting off small there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with well, that. So everybody yeah. starts in the movie industry. No, definitely, definitely not anything wrong with starting out small. I mean, that would be amazing to be able to have your husband and a couple friends, you know, in a movie, you know, doing a movie all together. I think that would be really fun. So I think it, that would be amazing. I, I've been in a couple movies, uh, like when I first moved to California five years ago, I was in a couple movies and um, experienced life on set, and like, it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool actors and actresses, and um, still friends with them to this day, even, and, you know, I've I've gone to Comic-Cons, where I've met and still friends with celebrities to this day. Um, Uh I eventually want to be, like, have a booth in a Comic-Con, like, that's one of my biggest things, too, is, like, being known that way too because comic-con you get seen all around the world by so many different people you know oh, and, yeah. and there's many different vampires out there every there's there's i'm not the only one out there like i've met so many out here in in, in hollywood you'd be surprised there's a whole oh, yeah. section out here for vampires i can imagine yeah we've got a big comic-con coming up uh here in northwest arkansas where i live um august seventh and eighth I believe it is and the list of people that's on there. Of course some that were supposed to be in attendance uh scheduling or whatever 
had to, you know, cancel their appearance. But we've got a really huge lineup. Uh, my son and a friend of his are wanting to go because, you know, growing up, my son, he was a big Power Rangers fan. And they've nice. got a couple of the original Power Rangers, um, Austin St. John and Walter Jones, you know, the Red and the Black Ranger are going to be in attendance. So my son and his friend is pretty excited about getting to go to that. And Jake the Snake Roberts is even going to be in attendance at that Comic-Con. And so Granny may have to just go one day <laughs> to that <laughs> Comic-Con just to, just to see Jake again. I mean, I, I've met Jake Roberts many a times before, but I'd love to see him again. So... I've, I, you know, I, out of all the Comic Cons, I want to go, I want to go to the big LA one. Uh, out of like the most recent people, I mean, they're not recent. I've been following the show for 15 years with Supernatural. That is like my show. I've been wanting to oh, meet I them. I love Supernatural. So I love Supernatural. I, I have signed Sam stuff and from Dean. the cast. I love, I love those guys. I love those guys. <laughs> Dean Winchester is my, oh, I love Dean Winchester. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, have you seen, I mean, uh, those guys are amazing. Have you seen Boondock Saints? No, I haven't. With with Neil Pat. Um, oh my gosh, not Neil Patrick Harris. Oh my goodness, Sean Patrick Flannery and hmm. um, Norman Reedus. Oh wow! There, it's, it's about two brothers. Um, but I'm I'm really good friends with Sean Patrick Flannery myself. Um. Have you have you ever seen this the TV series back in the day uh, Buffy? Yes. So you remember uh, Spike, the blonde vampire? Yes, I do. I met yes, him. I, I met him at a comic con. I've got pictures of him. He's actually really sweet. Wow, that's awesome. And then I also met Damon Salvatore from Vampire Diaries. I waited three hours in his line and heels. Oh wow. <laughs> I wasn't about to take that offer up. No way. Definitely not. Yeah, I, I always loved to watch the show Angel when it was on oh, TV. Man, yeah, I Angel. loved that show. That was that was awesome too. So that was a good show if, too. If there's anybody I want to meet right now, it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is my all-time favorite oh, actor. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Cushy Curtin is my guest here. We have uh, uh, we have about uh, 25 minutes. Now, you kind of mentioned uh, Johnny Depp. Now, uh, I like Johnny Depp, uh, but I, I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. I know he's your hero, so I, I hope <laughs> you don't get upset. But to me, Johnny Depp was Edward Scissorhands, and he was Jack Sparrow. But to me, he was not Willy Wonka at all. Oh, no. No way. I don't like him as Willy Wonka. He scared me as Willy Wonka. I mean, to me, Gene Wilder would be the only Willy Wonka ever. That's uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, fans can uh, <clears throat> can get stop me for saying that, but that's just my opinion. We all have. No, I agree with you. So I agree with you. He was creepy as Wonka. I didn't like him. Uh, so now, with uh, with uh, all the stuff that uh, you know you've done and you wanted, uh, you mentioned that uh, you have a. Uh, that you're working on. Kind of tell us a little bit about that. What was that again? Repeat that one more time. I'm sorry. Well, you you mentioned that you have a uh, a movie project that you're doing. Kind of tell us a little bit about that. It it, it started and it paused because of COVID. Now it's back on. Kind of tell us a little bit about the project. Oh well, the movie. You know, the only thing I can really tell you guys about it because you know I am contracted. 
you know, not to really talk most about it, but um, it's a vampire movie. Um, I'm lead. My husband is my co-star. Um, it's going to be an action movie. Um, think of, if you guys were to think of anything, I want you to think of combining Kill Bill and Underworld together. That's what it's going to be like, but intense. Okay. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, I, I understand you can't go into specifics, but you have to know the name of the character you're going to I cannot disclose that information with you. <laughs> All right. Well, have you, uh, have you, did you, uh, did you start shooting and quit hit and you had to continue shooting or did you just, uh, get the no, we were actually, and we were getting me and my husband prepped to learn Kung Fu and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And COVID hit us. We were in the middle of training while we were also going over, um, you know, the script and stuff. And uh, what's, um, uh, being uh, in that movie, uh, did you uh, did you go on audition? Uh, did a friend tell you about it? Did someone no, I, I have, you on Facebook? No, I have a friend who's a director, and he wanted to help me out and put me in one of his movies. And so he just... He let me audition, like, I had to do, like, a video thing, like, you know, with my vampire style and what I could do, and, like, he just, he's been looking for his lead actress for, like, a whole year, and he found me on Facebook and was like, I want her, and he contacted me and was like, oh, my goodness, and I was like, okay, I'll take it, I'll do it, <laughs> totally, 100%, so, hopefully that movie will get going either later on this year or next year, you know? I'll tell What's you, one of the creepiest vampire movies I ever remember seeing, and that was The Lost Boys with Kiefer Sutherland. I tell you, he Hell played yeah. the most creepiest-looking vampire I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> Love Lost Boys, man. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. I actually got to meet Kiefer Sutherland one time um, a couple years ago. He did a... Lucky. I never realized he was a musician, but I got... Yeah. My husband and I got to see him at a concert that he did at, at one of the casinos over here in Oklahoma a couple of years ago. Wow. I actually got to meet him, and, oh, he was absolutely amazing. That's amazing. I'm, that's kind of cool you got to meet him, go to one of his concerts. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I mean, because I I was just so happened that night. Uh, the T-shirt I had on, um, I help an organization called Wrestling for a Cause, and they do um, independent wrestling shows for kids that have childhood cancer. And I wow. had one of my WFC shirts on that night, and he was walking around in the casino after the show and everything, and. I didn't get the opportunity to get my picture with him or anything, but he saw my T-shirt and he asked me about it. He says, and I told him kind of the story, you know, and, um, <clears throat> you know, my gimmick name. And he says, well, that is just absolutely amazing. He says, Granny, can I give you a hug? Can I call you Granny? I said, well, you most certainly can. And he said, can I give you a hug? And he gave me a great big hug. And that was better than any kind of picture, you know, but. You know, he's like, well, God bless you, Roy. You do to help those kids, you know, and that just really made my that's night. That's amazing. I mean, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. Uh, it is amazing what you do. 
Christian Kruger's our guest here. We got twenty minutes of regular time, and then we're gonna we're gonna go a little overtime. Uh, there there is one subject that we are gonna talk about, but like I said, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to uh, delay it just a little bit because I want to get it to go into the overtime session where uh, the download uh, the download um, server will uh, crash because all the people want to download what you have to say. But uh, what um, you know, it, we we talked about the movie. Now, uh, I know your ultimate goal is, or maybe it's not. Uh, tell us. I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna speculate. I want you to tell us what your ultimate goal is. In life, or just you know, is that what you mean? Well, in, in, in your career. Well, I honestly want to be like eventually financially like comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like not. Not like rich, but financially stable, you know. Um, but one of my my end goals in life, um, I guess you could say, one of the things I want to do to fulfill um, is I would like to build a facility um, for you know like uh, women and men even um, that have been you know through domestic violence situations or have a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction and I just want to build a facility in my name where people can go and you know and go be, you know go be there for and get help if they wanted you know um kind of like a rehab facility but like has more in it than just you know what I'm saying um that's one thing that's one thing that I want to do um probably eventually come out with my own clothing line too you know like something dark and gothic and vampiric I mean you know what I'm saying? Uh, but overall, just live maybe, comfortably, maybe, uh, honestly. Maybe uh, develop a clothing line for a hot topics. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Something uh, like we that. Have a couple, uh, we, we have a couple uh, fan, uh, fans uh, asking some questions in the chat room. Uh, I don't know if you'd be willing to answer those or not, but uh, can I ask when uh, you uh, see if you'll answer them or not? Sure. Uh, I guess there's one fan that kind of checked out uh, your profile, and they uh, they mentioned that there's a um, a um, a photo of you like dressed up like Spider Man or Spider Lady or something. They're just wondering if uh, you uh, your face was photoshopped on that body. If that is all you? No, that's me. I have a Carnage outfit. I have a complete Carnage outfit. It's upstairs. Uh, my face is not photoshopped in any of my pictures. It's all me. Now, uh, and, uh, you know, I shouldn't say this, but, uh, you know, our fans knew it was coming. But, uh, you know, Chrissy, you are you are very beautiful. Uh, and uh, I, I've never told you that before. And, uh, you know, uh, you are a great friend to me. And um, we we have a great friendship um, I believe, right? And I know our fans are like going, oh, yeah, right. No, yes, we do. Well. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, but what we're going to kind of get into this now. Uh, there, There is, uh, and just wait for the signal. You know what the, the signal is. But uh, now there is um, uh, a flip side to Chrissy Kruger that if, uh, if uh, a, fr- a friend turns their back on you, which is not going to be me, obviously. But uh, tell us if a friend is disloyal to you or turns their back on you or screws you over anyway, what would happen? Well, 
depending on the situation and depending on if, you know, that person who's pissed me off or done what they've done wants to come talk to me like a, a woman or a man and try to, you know, hash it out or try to figure it out. Um, if they don't want to do that, then um, after many attempts of me trying to fix it and try to see what we could do, I don't give a crap about that person anymore or want to have anything to do with that person anymore because they're nothing but a hindrance on my career and they're nothing but toxicity for me that I can't have in my life, negativity. Um, now, uh, and I've had a couple uh, people uh, do it to me. Uh, a fan kind of uh, uh, mentioned that, you know, you do a lot of TikTok videos and you do a lot of uh, uh, Facebook Live videos, correct? Right. I have over, I have a lot of people on my TikTok, too. I don't know if you've seen. I have, like, over 4,000. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we're going to have you pitch that. As a matter of fact, why don't we do that now, and, and then, we'll, uh, then we'll take a time out, and then I'll uh, mention a few things, and we'll go back to this. Uh, if our fans wanted to check you out, you got a Facebook, you have an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, a TikTok, a uh, How to Brush Your Fangs. But what do you got? Um, I've pretty much got a TikTok, which is you know at Chrissy Kruger. That's a K E R U G E R. And then I've got Facebook, same name. Instagram is Miss Kruger. I do have a Twitter, but I barely use it. And I that I don't and I have a Snapchat, but other than that, I don't have anything else. Now you uh, you do though have a uh, uh, you do uh, have another name uh, that you go by a stage name. What is that? Uh, my my stage name is uh, Safira the Forsaken Vampire Queen. And that is when you're uh, exotic dancing, correct? You use that. Well, that's also that's the Safira part's my exotic dancing part, not the full name. The full actual name is my model name, but a lot of people know me as Chrissy Kruger as well. So now, uh, we'll, we'll kind of touch on this, and uh, I, I, we'll, we'll go into uh, the meat of the discussion here. Uh, with uh, you know, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about COVID and uh, how bad uh, COVID kind of messed things up for everybody. We know this. Uh, what uh, do, do you uh, still uh, do exotic dancing right now, or are you just concentrating on the movie that you're you're working on? Right now, I'm honestly just focusing on my modeling and getting my modeling taken care of. My dancing, I can do in my house because I've been working out on my pole, but it's been too hot for me to dance lately. It's been like 120, 140 out here. <laughs> um, but um, once I'm done getting myself back into shape a little bit more, I will be going back to the clubs um and as you know i kind of been dealing with my friend's trial the past week so i haven't done anything but focus on that you know right and uh so. you know um you know we we kind of talked about that i don't know if you want to if you can uh want to mention it at all but uh we know that uh you've been uh on a uh you've been to, uh on a trial uh your friend was unfortunately uh murdered unfortunately uh, and you've been on trial for that. But uh, one thing I would like to do, uh, you know, for your friend there, I would like to dedicate uh, this show uh, and your appearance tonight to uh, the memory of your friend, uh, you know, that uh, we lost. Uh, it was about a year ago, I believe, correct? No, it was, it was three years ago. 
three years and, ago. Uh, okay. Yeah, three years ago, and, uh, you know, her baby daddy did it. And uh, today I actually found out everything on how it actually went down. And, you know, I, the only thing I can say is, you know, I have a little bit more, well, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I have a little bit more closure than I did before. You know, three years of holding that in is a long time. And um, right. I just want everybody to know that, you know, it's he's going to, she's going to get justice. I know it. I feel it. We find out Wednesday. Um, and I appreciate you dedicating this to her icon. That means a lot to me. Well, you know, and, uh, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to get emotional here because, uh, you know, uh, uh, we'll, we'll kind of take this in, in another direction here in a second, but, uh, you know, one thing about uh, this interview and granny, you, you know, me, uh, and you know, big swing knows me. Uh, I'm a loyalist. Uh, and, uh, I know that this is a wrestling show, but we also have celebrities on as well, but, uh, you know, I'm a loyalist and, uh, when someone, uh, and granny, I know you feel the same way when someone mistreats a friend of yours, uh, you know, you try and pick your friend up that was mistreated. Um, am I right, granny? You, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's wrestling storylines where you have the heels that are just jerks and jackasses, but that's what they're being paid to do. But one guy, uh, that, uh, that turn that became a heel, uh, in Chrissy's life. And we're going to talk about this now. We got, we got Chrissy Kruger on here. We got 10 minutes of regular time, uh, maybe five, 10 minutes of overtime, but, uh, let's get into this, uh, Chrissy. I'll, let's talk about six. One, six. Let's talk about that. Wow, what do you want to know about them? What do you want to know? I can't ask me anything. Okay, uh, well, this is no holds barred, so we're going to go with it. Uh, uh, we, I can ask you anything, correct? I, anything, I'm open book. Okay, so now tell us about, tell us exactly what 616 is first. Okay, so... Huh. 616 is a band that um, is kind of a ripoff of Villy Vallow. Like, the lead singer is trying to be Villy Vallow. If anybody knows the band Him, um, it's pretty much the knockoff of Him. Um, and when I say Him, I literally mean the lead singer and his band. I'm not talking about, you know, the rest of his one band member that he has. Um but yeah, no, uh he's he's the his name is Matthew. He's the lead singer the lead of the band. And they're pretty much a a love metal band. Now, how did you uh how did you get involved with Six? Well, I found Matthew through one of Bam Margera's posts because Bam Margera and him are very good friends and I am very good friends with some of the Margeras myself. If anybody knows who that is, Bam Margera, Skateboarder, Jackass, Viva La Bam, etc. Um, you know, networking, you know what I'm saying? Like you you network I net net oh my goodness, excuse me. I network through a lot of people, meet a lot of people, and I found Matthew on Bam's page and I messaged him and just kind of, you know, started becoming really good friends with him. We became really good friends. I was friends with him for a whole year and a half. He had me working as his model for free. We both agreed on a free arrangement. 
nothing being paid if I promote him for free and he promotes me as well. He did that for a full year straight. Nothing was wrong. I sent him gifts, sent his other band members gifts. Um, I spent like over $200 on him alone for Christmas. All his Elvis stuff in his room that he talks about is all from me, except for a couple things. Um, so now basically not, you were, uh, so basically you were uh, their, I don't know, promotions person. Uh, you were their I right was, hand I was and Matthew, left hand. I was Matthew's right hand model. Yes. I was going to go on uh, tour with him and everything. And my husband was his now, security guard. Started uh, working for uh, said band. Uh, you would do anything for these guys, right? Anything that they asked you, you would do for them, right? I literally would do anything for Matthew. Yes, I, I would do whatever he needed, whenever he needed a shoot, or whenever I surprised him with some pictures for, you know, whatever. Um, he was really happy, and he was even really happy. When I showed my dedication to the band after I got the tattoos that I have on my wrist, and you actually got a you actually got a tattoo of the band six one six logo. I have six one six's logo logo on my right hand, and I have on the left hand the trident that Matthew has on his arm, and he fell in love with my tattoo. It looks just like his. And uh, you know, uh, you know, don't, like I say, don't take this the wrong way. We we have. Uh, we have Chrissy Kruger as our guest here. We have uh, uh, six minutes regular time, then uh, we're going to get into the juicy stuff in the overtime session. Uh, so now, you know, they always say that you never should get a tattoo of, uh, uh, you know, a significant other's name or uh, whatever or an employee or whatever. Uh, I can't remember what baseball player it is, but he got a tattoo of the team that he played for when he started. Then he got traded. Then he put an X on that. Then he <laughs> – you know, he's just hoping that he doesn't uh, end up playing for all 30 teams. But uh, now you had no idea that anything would uh, would happen and go awry. I mean, you were going to go on tour with him, uh, and uh, you uh, basically were going to, like, run merchandise for him, uh, model their items, uh, set up the stage, this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, you were going to do uh, – Everything, right? That uh, basically, I was uh, literally, well, you know, I, I know you, you don't use the term roadie anymore, but you're basically doing everything that they would do, correct? A roadie. I honestly, like, what I was going there to do was not only just hang out with Matthew and enjoy the, you know, UK and go travel like Bam did, you know, back in his, you know, movies and stuff, but um, there's a bartender in Finland that actually, speaking of going on tour, we, I sent, you know that bloody poster that I sent you? I sent him, yeah. the bartender who was my friend, sent him a poster of me to hang in his bar, and he made a drink of me. I have all the recipe for it, but he also made a drink for 616, and we both are sitting there in the bar. My name and 616's name. Me and Matthew were planning to walk up in that bar and sit there next to each other because it was 616 and Safira. I was literally like the female, you know, like the eye candy, I guess you could call for the band. But he didn't give me any indication that he had replaced me when he did. All right, so let, let's talk about this. Uh, now, you find out that you, you got replaced, okay? 
was it? Uh, did you just show up at a venue and they said uh, your services are no longer no, no longer needed? Was it a was it a text message, a phone call, nope. an email? How did you find out? To be honest with you, I found out on his Facebook. He had put up the two models that were his new models, and I wasn't up there. And I messaged him about it, and he's like, "Stop calling me spam. You are not. You. He didn't give me a reason. He still hasn't given me a reason why he replaced me. He just completely turned into an asshole and thought it was okay to excuse my language." but thought it was okay to be like that to me and that there wasn't going to be consequences. When I told him from day one, do not screw me over. I'm not the type of model you can do that to. I'm not just a normal model. I get paid for everything I do. And he was the one, and, and, and he, I, I did tell him that, which is if anybody who's listening who knows this band, I did turn down 20 other bands to work with him. Those bands were going to so pay me, time, and I told them no. So all this time, so all this time, you're you're working your tail off uh, for no money, mind you, and mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden you go on his Facebook page and you see two models, and one of them is not you, and the other is not you, uh, and you call them up and you said, "What is the deal?" And he's told you to stop calling. What what what? You know that sounds like a, uh, for lack of a better term, that sounds like a, a, a breakup of a relationship. You know, I mean, I got uh, I got broken up by a text message. She sent me a text message that said, "God bye." She didn't even know how to spell good. So, so basically, it was like uh, uh, a um, it wasn't a very um, how you would say, and you you can agree or disagree, and then you can fill in from there. It wasn't a very equitable split. Split was it not? It was not expected, and it really hurt me, and, um, you know, I tried to fix it, and he still hasn't come back to me to talk to me, and, you know, you want to talk about having loyalty and friends. I'm that type of friend that will be with you till the end, but if you screw me, I ain't going to do crap for you. Why would I when you wasted my time? Does that make sense? when When was the last time you spoke to him? A year. It's, it's been a year. Now, and then it was really messed up, too, because Icon, you know me. You know I have a lot of fans that I met through Matthew and the band, and he has a lot of fans because of me. Right? Right. So one of the things I have, I even question some of the things he's said and done. Because he's out, he says that I'm out to get his career when it's like, no. You're messing that up. He's already messing it up on his own way without me even doing anything. You know what I'm saying? The way he treats people, the way he keeps firing people, um, how he's going to take my best friend and hire her into his band and then her block me because he threatened to fire her. That's not cool. All right. Uh, real quick here. Chris Kruger is our guest here. Uh, fans, we're about to go into overtime here in about two seconds. Uh, so what uh, fans need to do, um, we are now in over.